So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I'm doing my thistle, my nizzle, my nizzle. I work me the price down the middle, the middle. I keep me a bag on skittle, a skittle. Trying to get you a radical feeling. A real automatic, it came with no ceiling. Automatic. All this trapping, it got you offended. I'm trapping a 360 What's up, everybody? It's the Fast and Below Average Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Kamish. And who do I got on the line with me? You know, I... <laughs> I don't know if you're actually wondering because you forgot what I go I, by, but I forgot when you were my introducing name. yourself. I had I had a small pause where I was like, "Wait, what? That, that's a, this is a bad sign." Yeah, it means we have. We, done we it in a joke while. around a lot about. Yeah, we joke around a lot about. You know, we have to take time off, or maybe it's really the listeners that are slacking by not, you know, getting us to do podcasts. But anyway, I suppose Archie's on the other line. Yeah, and I was thinking about it too, uh, the intro song, which I was thinking about switching it up again. I like to keep everybody on their toes. You weren't a fan of the future one that I had last time, were you? True. Well, and then what you no. did, and this here's a peek behind the curtain. What you did was you told me, hey, people are saying that <laughs> they hate the intro song. And I was thinking about it, so I told you, hmm. I would see the DMs if we got any. So I said, who? And it was literally just two people that you knew. And I couldn't even verify I mean, it, so two, you could be lying. Two people are still people I've been saying. Yeah, that's true. But if I, but if I took I, into I have consideration... I a great idea for a new one. Okay, if I took into consideration the opinions of two people every time we did something, we'd be shut down because I get my feelings really hurt whenever people don't like our posts or something. <laughs> so, but anyways, what's your idea? I, um... What's that Mariah Carey Christmas song that everybody loves? Um, All I Want for Christmas, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost that time of year. It'd be electric. Well, so when we're talking about this now, the intro's already passed. I was thinking I could have done a spooky song since tomorrow's Halloween. Ooh, yeah. I don't know, though. It might be a little bit too late for that. One thing, and this is going to be, if, if for the people who did like the future intros... Uh, I, Future's one of those guys who I don't really talk about a lot when I'm talking about like artists that I like, but then I realize every time I hear a Future song, I just love it. And so, for example, um, which this I don't think is a coincidence. I think Future is a huge Air Force fan, and he decided to put uh, Cody and Crazy, which was released in 2014, on Spotify and streaming services this week. So... During Army Week? Just to get Air Force ready for the game. Yeah. Which it's funny because I'm thinking about it. In 2014, yeah, I'm sure a lot of the guys on the team listened to him then, but I don't know. It's a spirit mission. Yeah, exactly. See, I I don't know. For whatever reason, I just don't I don't like Future's sound. Well. It's not that I... I like all different types of music. You know that. Um I like a lot of different types of rap, but I just don't like Future sound. I don't know why. Well, I asked Future if he would listen to the podcast, and he did, and he said he didn't like your sound. So, all right, then we're even. Yeah. Anyway, today is a big day at the academy because it's the first snow day of the year. Um, 
Not that there are that many snow days usually, but I said this on Twitter that there's no better feeling on earth than waking up on a snow day and seeing that email that says classes are canceled for the day. I just I can't see this is I can't think of a better feeling. This is this is funny because maybe this is the Tizo gap talking, but to me every snow day we had I still had practice. So like the coaches are gonna find a way to get onto the, the academy grounds. They will snowshoe miles to make it happen. At least ours did. So it's like, yeah, classes are canceled. That's great. But the worst part of my day, my day is still right around the corner. And that's a pessimistic view, but hey. That's well, not, not pessimistic. I think it's more so very, very niche. Like, you're right. I wouldn't say it's too niche. Do you, do you care about what sport you played telling people? I don't care. If you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter. All right, yeah. So you played lacrosse, and you guys just ran a lot, and did exactly. and did other so, stuff, which sucks. But I'm saying I don't even think everybody thinks that. Like the fencing team is going to be like, oh man, we have practice, or are they? I don't know. <laughs> all right, maybe you're maybe you're right. But all right, so maybe it is niche. Point is, the worst part of my day was not canceled. So it's like, if they said, hey, everything's canceled, then I'd be all about it. But. Hey, uh, I don't know how much in depth um, I even want to go because this could be problematic of me to even say. But the fencing team got a new coach, and uh, she is eyes eyes looking sideways emoji. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just like. I would be a big fencing fan. That's all I'm going to say. Nothing wrong. Like, it's one of those things where elephant in the room, she is, like, you, I would just be a big fencing fan. That's all I'm going to say. And it's like, well, you like, to not even. You've always been a big fencing fan. Always. Been, like, two weeks ago. Always been a big fencing fan. But it's just one of those things where, like, if I don't, if I don't mention it, like, it's elephant in the room. Like, you just, I would go to fencing <laughs> matches. I don't think. I don't think any of the listeners were waiting for us to talk about this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, in the room. if you don't know what I'm talking about, just do a little research on your own. But I, she's very talented. The other thing is, is that I'm not taking that away. She was on on Italy's fencing team, national fencing team, coached at Cornell prior to here, um, and now she's found a home at USAFA. And yeah, so I don't know. I'm kind of being vague what, because, like what? I said, I don't want to come off as problematic i don't know what you can say in 2019 but yeah what's her position on the team just a coach but i mean she has a ton of like she has a ton of experience too so obviously competing internationally so yeah i don't know much about fencing but if i was at the academy (laughs) i would learn a lot about fencing so maybe you'd be uh you try and walk on uh yeah yeah and we'll just leave it at that. But anyway, back to the snow day thing. So I know you said the doom and gloom, but there's, it's just so incredible realizing that you can go back to sleep. That's the best feeling. Like two, even two hours is great, but just having the whole day canceled, especially when you know that you had stuff due that day, you get it pushed back. And I brought it up. Yes. I can't even remember where I brought it up, if it was on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, but someone responded, oh, that just means Saturday school. Dude, shut up. That's future yeah. problems. Exactly. Who cares? 
plus that do, it's not a guarantee. That's only if there's so many days that go by. Like, that's like, oh, it's like the person that right when you get good news, they just have to bring in bad news. It's like, just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Well, in Saturday school, to me, was always kind of a joke anyways, because it's kind of like, the. I don't think people realize that professors, I mean, some do, because a lot of them are not that old, like the captains who are professors and stuff, but... They don't want to be there either. So it's like, just get through your Saturday. You still get Saturday night. I always went to HAPS on Friday nights, um, two degree and first a year. I think we had a couple of snow days on each of those years, and I would just go to HAPS the night before and just whatever, just gut out Saturday class. So I specifically remember one time, I feel like I was back in high school, where I banked on there being a snow day, and I didn't do one assignment, and there was not a snow day. Yeah, that's not good. That's when you got to get a high school form eighteen, which is having your mo- having your mom call you. <laughs> Do you remember? That? Did you, was your school strict about that? Now we're really going off the rails. Oh, yeah. We're talking about high school, and yeah. no one cares. Um, yeah, like remember that your parents had to call you out, and you had to get like signed. So you had to get a signed affidavit and all that crap. It was saying like, uh, Kamish was not feeling well this morning, and you literally showed up like five minutes late for school. Yeah, and the weirdest part of that isn't even well, the fact that my mom. The, the weirdest part of that isn't even that my mom called me Kamish. It's just that we had to do that, <laughs> and she was lying. Yeah, although Kamish is not even really that much of a stretch of a name because there was a guy who just committed to LSU named Dakotas Juan Crawford, and. The, Wait, I thought it was the coldest. No, 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 no. That was the lie. It's but it's his uh, middle name is Juan, so it's still like the, the coldest one. Yeah, the coldest one. So, and the reason why his <laughs> mom coldest. said that is because she said she knew he was going to be an athlete, which obviously is. He's committed to LSU, who's the number one team in the country at this moment. And I mean, that's called speaking things into true or true yeah. fruition, or, or naming things into fruition. Yeah, but I did find out yesterday we have a commit. Uh, and I don't remember his last name, but his first name's Cannon, and he's a quarterback. So, assuming go. everything goes well, obviously we're a few years off probably before he starts. But how crazy is that going to be, having our quarterback named Cannon? Well, that's like, do you think there's ever been an unsuccessful person in the Steelhammer family? Mm, maybe. But... But <laughs> but I was gonna say but, well no but there was one guy here's the thing you have an out if you're in the Steelhammer family because one guy's unsuccessful you just change his name at around age seven to like aluminum screwdriver Rusty <laughs> you name him Rusty or Rusty's good too yeah <laughs> so I don't know Rusty Steelhammer um I keep, we keep getting away from the snow day thing and I just I guess I just wanted to say that it's there's no better feeling than being able to go back to sleep when it's nice and cold out and you see the blanket of snow. Hopefully your AOC won't come in. The AOCs know how to ruin a snow day when you walk out and you see their their lights on and they're in uniform and no one else is. And you're like, ugh, should, should I be serious yeah. today? Like, what exactly is going on? But it's the best when you just get to go back to sleep. No formations, nothing like that. Archie There's used to have to go to practice, ex- but... Yeah, well, there's always something exhilarating at the academy when, whether it be weather-induced or or whatever, something kind of out of the ordinary happens, you know, and everyone's kind of just on their toes, like, well, where do we go from here? Yeah, people not knowing stuff is, like, the most advantageous position (laughs) 
<laughs> for just the layman to be. Like, if you're not on wing staff, I'm sure uh, snow days are a nightmare for wing staff. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's terrible. I, like, I'm sure. Which, and I, I've been thinking about, I haven't been thinking about this. This just made me think about it. How crazy is that, that just the concept of being the top wing staff, like the wing commander is like actually kind of has responsibility and would have something to answer. Like, right. I could never imagine doing that. Like I couldn't imagine having to be responsible for responsible as a cadet for anything other than myself. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah you make me a flight commander as a junior. I will, uh, suppose I'll, I'll text the group me of people in my flight and make sure, see if anyone wants Chipotle on my way back from Denver on Sunday. And that about covers it for the week. And then you're, you're, you're good. Yeah, I don't want to trash that entire system, but I remember when I was a flight commander, um, we had to do figure out like ways to make the flights look good, obviously, and then you get these bullet points that the AOC can pass up to the group, and our squad looks good. And so I was like, I'm going to really go all out, but make it super, like, it, I'm not going to make the goal, like, everybody has to have a 4.0, or everybody has to max their PFT or anything like that. Mine was community service, and so I came up with these community service projects, and I came up with five of them, and I got ranked or stratted or whatever it was, like number one out of all the flight commanders, and when it came time to actually do it, um, we just didn't do any of them. We did one <laughs> where we went out to the woods to clean up the woods, and we all split up, and when I told everybody to come back together, one girl left. Two other kids hitchhiked to Waffle House, um, and then I think one kid came back, and it was just the worst. So, um, yeah, really a tangent, but that's awesome, Snow Day. We get all the videos of the kids going super hardcore and breaking out their skis and snowboards to go down a 10-foot hill on the Saijon parking lot. That's a lot I of fun. I saw some but... uh, iron boards. Ironing boards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Though, I mean... The Tizo just sucks to work to walk on. That's the one thing about snow days, though, is like you never want. I never wanted to go to Mitch's. I just want to stay in my room all day. Yeah, it sounds like now they have. Um, we're showing our age, but it sounds like they have a delivery service now. I wonder if uh, those golf carts can trek through the snow. They got snow graded tires to make it from uh, a hall to the Vandy Tower. Dude. It's so funny because when I was a firstie, they for, it was the first time they came out with that. It it was like a text delivery service. So now you have like Postmates and you have um, Uber Eats and Grubhub and you have Favor. I think that's only in Austin, isn't it? But anyway, in Texas. Uh, so they came out with this service and it, there was a waiting list for it, and it was all text based and it was so sketchy. I think it was called like you Magic just, or something. That was what I had. Yeah, so I had Magic. And their idea was that they were going to be a text-based concierge. So they didn't have an app. You would literally just send them your credit card info. And it wasn't a bot doing it. And they didn't have a system in place. It was just a person who would coordinate it. And so I was restricted with a couple of my buddies. And we decided we were going to order McDonald's. And we thought it was like the craziest thing ever. Nowadays, you can just Uber Eats McDonald's. It'll be there in 10 minutes, whatever. <laughs> but we thought it was the craziest thing ever. We ordered it at like 9 o'clock. 
the magic responded right away. It took them like three hours to find somebody to come deliver it. And then it took them two hours and they got our order wrong. But it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And so kids are just so spoiled these days. Yeah. You know? Back when it was hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So let's move on to talking about another thing that makes me feel old nice and back in the day kind of talk. Yeah. So we've been getting a lot of submissions. (laughs) Yes. Do you want to talk about that? Do we even still have that? I don't, I think we have a very light partnership with them now. We still support, (laughs) but I don't know if we're getting any money. I haven't seen Um, any paychecks coming in. No, absolutely not. Uh, If honestly, if they sent us some more product, I'd probably be into it. I I ran out personally. That's how good it is though. That's really how good it is. I think if you enter, tell you what, try this out. Uh, Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Whatever you buy, FNBA twenty, and you'll get, um, or is it just FNBA? See, this is bad. I'm gonna live. I know. Live, look it up while you tell your story. All right. Well, so we've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of submissions of people doing TikToks and people from West Point and Navy doing TikToks, and I just don't get it. And this isn't gonna be like an old man yells at clouds, like shut up, boomer kind of thing. But what I want to know is just, like, where's the shame? The guys who try to be super sexy and attractive, I think it's really strange. We got one from Navy. And believe it or not, TikTok has been around for kind of a while. The first time I heard about it was last year when there was an Air Force Academy cadet who was on there. um, And he made a couple videos that went really huge. And he was doing – yeah, and he was doing the lip-syncing thing. And one of the benefits – I'd say the biggest benefit of FNBA is that whenever it comes to us finding something out, like generally if somebody's even tangentially related to the Academy, we can get in contact with them somehow. And so I found out who this kid was and I DM'd him and I'll keep it private, like what exactly he said. But I asked him, I was like, why do you do this? And he was like, I don't know. That gets a lot of engagement. And he told me he got a few like, marketing opportunities from it and i was like all right more power to him i mean that insatiable desire for notifications and likes um so good for him but i think they're really weird there's actually one and i don't want to plug them because no free ads but there's been i guess a little group of cadets who started their own um the thing and i can't watch them i think they're weird yeah i get i get weirded out when i watch them too and i think back to like our our TikTok was Vine, because yeah, when we were there, I think it was junior year. Vine came out that one summer, or at least that's when I got on board with Vine, and uh, I mean it was entertaining for sure. But I think Vine was, and again, this is from a guy who does not have TikTok. All I've seen are probably the worst products developed from TikTok. But like Vine, I think was a comedy platform for the most part. And TikTok yeah, this seems is a... like this thirst trap, like thirteen-year-old boy sinking and like yeah, girls like doing these weird dances where somehow they speed up and slow down the video so their hips are going all over the place. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. We're definitely old men on this trend. But but <laughs> either one thing way, I did find out a couple weeks ago is that uh, ISIS was posting beheading videos on it, Ooh. and so <laughs> that sounds horrible. I think it's hilarious. I think that's so funny. If there are kids scrolling through 
and the idea that, oh, I'm going to post this video of me dancing to Baby Shark and get a million likes. And you're scrolling through the feed and you see a bunch of that and then just all of a sudden an ISIS beheading video. Like, Well, I, I mean, think we can both agree that <laughs> the... The, the video itself is not hilarious. It's the concept no, no, of, no, no. of a kid yeah, scrolling yeah. through and seeing that. Yeah. Um, speaking of ISIS, big win this week. Got a uh, yeah, couple ISIS kills. That's huge. Um, so only, what else is going that, on this week? Uh, if only that dog was wearing an FNBA dog, dog collar. I know. We need to get those moving. It's just hard. It's hard to find people to make them. Um... Yeah, so what else is going on this week? I feel like we've kind of buried the lead, but Snow Day was good, and we haven't podcasted in so long that there's just so many things that I always want to bring up. Um, so obviously we're playing Army this week. It's Army Week. Uh, how do I feel going into this game? I am excited. The game matters a lot, but it's just like where we're at in this season. So we can't win the Commander Chiefs Trophy. We can't win the Mountain West as it stands. It would take Boise State losing to some very, very bad teams. Um, and Boise State's good. They really are good. But um, Hank Bachmeyer's had some injuries, and you got to remember that he's a freshman. At any point in my mind, he could have a bad game, and they could drop one of those games. So I think it is possible. But the way it looks right now, um, Air Force could potentially win out. And so if we go 10-2, and two, I'd say that that's a really good season. Um, but it just sucks because it feels like we're not going to have much to show for it. If we can get a national ranking, that's good. But, I mean, how much does that really matter in the at the end of the day? Uh, obviously, we're going to get a bowl game, but it's like that Commander-in-Chief's trophy thing just really, really sucks. I'd love another shot at Navy right now. Yeah. Because as much as, much as they're rolling, um, I think we'd beat them if we played them again. Yeah, it's, it's just this – I don't even know if bittersweet is the right word. It's just – I don't know. It's kind of a shame that that I feel like – the season's already been dampered, you know, by losing the Navy. And this is why, and we will continue to push for some type of three-way round robin at the end of the year. Because if we could all just compete all year and then Army, Navy, and Air Force all face each other within like a week uh, in December, then whether you whether you won all your games leading up to that or you've lost all your games leading up to that, you have that thing at the end of the year to shoot for, being a Commander-in-Chief's trophy. And it, I... I am, as weird as it sounds, because we lost to Navy, we're not going to play them again. So I hope Navy freaking wins out, makes us look even better if they're one of our two losses. I Yeah, I completely agree with that sentiment. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, and I also don't think it's crazy for like what you just said to do a, like a CIC trophy uh, tournament at the end. I mean, and it would be kind of cool, I think, if they came up with something and I'm sure there's some very, very serious people who are into conferenceology and stuff in the NCAA who would say this could, oh, this could never work. But I think if we almost did like a second sub-conference, I think it'd be really cool if we could be like, okay, because they play championship games already. And so I think if we could do that at the CIC level, I mean, moving those games to the to the end of the season and kind of leaving them up in the air as far as scheduling goes, yeah, that could hurt. we uh fast track the space force academy and then we have four teams and it makes it very easy that's absolutely true i mean i I think it'll happen one day it's just got to take some serious ingenuity and some serious want to from the athletic department nathan pine's doing some cool stuff the one thing i loved about nathan pine 
was he got into the mud on Twitter about the Utah State game because that game was they didn't have a time for it, and then it obviously ended up being uh, eight o'clock Mountain Time, and so people were complaining. And they were saying it's a late game. And, and I understand those gripes because it's like, why are we not playing these primetime games? But at the same time, we were able to get it on ESPN too. So it's kind of like you can't really have your cake and eat it too at this point. Uh, you know, he's still pretty new in the position. It's his first season as the athletic director during the football season. So um, I think it's like maybe moving forward, he'll try to get those games that are at better times on bigger networks because it's like, do you want a primetime game that you have to stream of somebody holding an iPhone on Facebook, or do you want to watch it on ESPN, but it's going to be yeah. at midnight. So it's tough, but like, man, these last few weeks. So we had last week, we had Hawaii starting at nine o'clock mountain time. And then this week we obviously had it um, at eight o'clock mountain time. So both just late games finished up at like midnight and later than midnight against Hawaii. So just tough, but I'm still excited for it. I, I think that this week, obviously, Army is just playing so, so bad, which in a weird way, I didn't want to see happen. No. Um, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's better when, when all three service academies are playing really well and they're just trash is really what it is. They just lost to San Jose State and they had a little bit of a moral victory because their backup quarterback played a lot. Um, but they still lost to a team that we beat to, what, 41-24, I think? Um, with a quarterback who just plants his feet and just throws the ball, and that's it. He only ran one time, uh, Josh Love, for one yard. And so it's going to be a very, very different thing. I I tweeted this, too, basically saying how annoying it is that Army will likely show up and not be the team that they have been losing um, these games to not-so-great opponents. I mean, they're, And that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, and they're – well, whether – with it being a service academy game alone, we know how that works. Not to mention, this is kind mm-hmm. of their... They're moving into make-or-break time for a bowl game, you know. And they've been successfully uh, reaching bowl games the past two years, I believe. So, I think everyone's freaking out over in West Point because they had a little bit of success. And now, all of a sudden, they're losing games that were standard losses uh, historically. And it's like, if they can save face... Even if they lose to us, if they can save face beat Navy and go to a bowl game, then everything's going to be uh, happy-go-lucky over there like it has been, in my opinion. Well, the big issue that you have... Don't forget, they played mind, Michigan close. Yeah, I guess. Um, the big issue in my mind is that Army... They, they they can't slide downhill anymore. So they're independent. They're not in a conference. And you look at their schedule, it's easy this year. Um, they're getting better matchups as the years go on because their schedule is decided for the next, I think, through like 2022 or 2023. But Jeff Munkin came in and promised that he was going to turn the program around. And the way that they were going to start out is just like game by game, a very simple system of not turning the ball over, of playing the odds of when you go for it on fourth down, getting your first downs efficiency, and forcing the other team to make mistakes. They had a ton of penalties this week. Um, they turned the ball over. They did okay on fourth down. I think they were like two for four. But they all these stats that he said that they were going to do um, are just not coming true. And it's like you don't want to call the guy a fraud because the fact that he was able to turn Army around arguably – um, in, in like two years is super impressive, but it's like, 
how long before he just decides to skip town and now he's created this six-year plan that he's only halfway through and it's <laughs> like where do we go from here yeah. it's like i said their schedule how do you schedule any easier like you're just gonna play only sunbelt teams in new mexico state <laughs> that's it you can't do that so they're gonna have to find a way like you have to win have a winning season yeah. with, with the schedule that they have i mean and so it's like I, I don't know. I, I think they need to find their way into a conference. They're too, playing. Really... After us, they have Hawaii before Navy. So I guess that's a legitimate game somewhat. Um, their next two teams are UMass and VMI. So yeah. if we go through their schedule, they have UTSA, Morgan State, Western Kentucky, Georgia State, UMass, and VMI. Those are all games that you would see us play first game of the season. Yeah. That is yeah, bananas. That. I think we played yeah. VMI and UMass first game of the season somewhat recently. And I think Georgia State too. <laughs> no, we played Georgia State. Um, Morgan State? It was one of them, I feel like. No, no, we played we played Georgia State as our like marquee out like non conference matchup um a few years ago because we wanted to play it in the Falcon Stadium to for it's it's a recruiting push. I think every year that we play those games, it's obviously huge for recruiting. And so we generally will go the route of playing a Power 5 team or um, just playing at a venue that's, that is really big on recruiting. So Either like, way, obviously we I mean, get a lot of guys from Georgia. We did it in Texas too. I, I can't remember who we played. but Either way, it's just like those, those teams alone, that's half their schedule right there. And I know the rest of their schedule is low level mountain West teams that we've already stomped. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's it. That to me is like, and it's so tough with the conferences now because it's like you have this clear division. So there's power five and people who are like, I said, I'm just not into the conference talk and I don't like the power six idea. I, I just don't like it. Like, it's just not like there's just such a big difference of money and recruiting power in power five schools that these other teams that don't have that it's like, just enjoy it. When we beat Colorado, that's awesome. You know, when we get to play an, a, a really big team, like a top 10 ranked team and we play them close, like enjoy those games. But you know, to say that we're going to go in and handle the exact same schedule and the same pressures as everybody else, it's just not feasible to me. Yeah. And so I think you have, but you do have a clear division of, Power five, and then you have the AAC, the Mountain West are are just like clearly right there, like right on the heels of the Power Five. You have guys, teams in each of those conferences who are in the top twenty five and who will consistently crack into the top twenty five, and then below that you is is just the trash, and that's Conference USA and Sun Belt and all that. And Army, I mean, like you said, they're playing a bunch of teams in. Um, in the Mountain West, and then they've got a few games that are AAC as well. It's like, well, I don't think you should try to join it. Like, UConn just left the AAC. I don't understand why they didn't make a push at all. I, I know that they were in a conference a few years ago, and it was an absolute disaster, but it's just like, I mean, clearly it's working for, for Air Force and Navy. I, I think they need to make some kind of move. But like I said, this is a ton of talk about actual Army um, <laughs> and their strategy. So yeah, I don't know why we're doing that. But here's the conspiracy. So... Last week was the Memorial game, right? For Aurora. Correct. So we did the whiteout. It wasn't really a whiteout because all the cadets had to wear ABUs and it was a late game, so the stadium wasn't full. 
but the players wore white uniforms. And so we had that. And Aurora did not pass away like last week. She passed away like three weeks ago. And so the reason why, in my mind, that we decided to do the Memorial Game against Utah State is because we didn't want to say that it's a Memorial Game when we play Army after last year, two Army cadets, or however many Army cadets, stole Aurora, uh, brutally abused her, threw her into a dog kennel, and essentially injured her and... In my mind, to shorten her lifespan. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that was kind of a PR move because it would. I don't. I just. I think there's a lot of possibilities that it could turn out bad, but that's fine. If you wanted to call Utah State a, a memorial game, then this will be our revenge game. You know. Yeah. And obviously, those guys who did it weren't football players, so they were probably nerds. And now we're gonna take out the frustration on those nerds on the football field, and I'm happy to say that. Can I play devil's advocate? Mm, depends on how <laughs> crazy your take is. Um, I agree that I agree to a, to a degree. However, we've talked about this before, and I think the academy just is like, okay, whichever service, service academy is playing at us at home this year, we need to sterilize everything. What's the plainest uniform you have? We're going to have a clean flyover. No gimmicks. We need to be as sterile as possible because this is the most televised and watched game that we're going to have all year. Um, Did I lose you? Kinda. Like, so what's your so what's your point? My like, point is they're they're never going to do any any memorial or any special whiteout or anything like that for an army or navy game. It's always just going to be the most sterile. And nothing that you, nothing can be screwed up type of game. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like you're saying, you don't you don't think they wanted Aurora to take the shine, but the the storyline is too much is too there. Like she passes away slightly less than a year after she was a, a if you want to call it a prank, I call it animal abuse um, gone wrong. I mean, I, I think it's right for that. I mean, you're right to a degree, but I, I think that the I what I'm saying is not that they should have made this the Memorial Game, but I'm saying they purposely got the Memorial Game out of the way got it, right got it. before Army. Yeah. So. All right. Agree with that. Yeah. So, what are your predictions for uh, Army Air Force? I think Air Force. Uh, let's see. Spread spreads at like seventeen and a half. Yeah, right now. Yeah, we're predicted like seventeen and a half. Um, let's see. I think it's going to be thirty-one, twenty-one Air Force. Um, see, I don't even know if Army puts in that much. I agree. I think it's going to be like. I think it's going to be like 31-14, 31-17, somewhere in that pocket. Like, I think they'll sneak in a couple times. But the thing is, is that there's is both teams have done such a – well, Army hasn't been doing that great. They did okay controlling the clock against uh, San Jose State. They control the clock most of the time. But um, Air Force has been super dominant in that, like, Utah State only had possession for 15 minutes, which is insane. It's bananas. They had six NFL scouts go out to the Air Force Utah State game 
to watch Jordan Love, their quarterback, play, and he was only on the field for 15 minutes. Yeah, Less than tough. that. It was actually like 14, 17. So, uh, I, yeah, I think that – I don't know because I always think this. I think logic would say, like, yeah, there's not gonna be, it's not going to be a high-scoring game because they're just going to be, like, pounding the ball. But at the same time, I feel like these are the games where there's always, like, the big pass that just, like, yeah, there's going to be an 11-minute drive and no one's going to score and it's going to go back and forth. But then there's going to be a two-play drive that takes a minute, 10 seconds off the clock, and that's a touchdown right there. Yeah, so, I, also, I don't know. Yeah. I also see this being, there's going to be one quarter that's similar to that one, that, that time period against Navy where there's like an obscene amount of turnovers. Like on both ends. Yeah. Yeah. Which I hate. I, I can't stand us turning the ball over. Yeah, like, so ugh, it makes me so angry. But I mean, we're we're clearly just like a much better team. But it's like we got blanked at home two years ago against them. That was brutal. That was just absolutely brutal to see. But um, I, I don't know. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna play really well. But it's like it's. I'm I'm not exactly fifty fifty. I'm more confident in an Air Force blowout. But then a large part of me is also like it's a service academy game. It's gonna play close, even though Army has been. A, absolute dumpster fire this it, yeah season. we've i mean you've, we've just seen this play out before in ways that go in our favor and ways that don't so that might be a super obvious comment but i just i just feel like with air force army you never really know what's gonna happen and there is yeah, nothing so i hate more than having army beat us yeah i can't stand it at all um so really uh excited about that game um obviously we'll be super active on twitter and instagram and all that stuff send us your submissions army navy play for second flags that's been really fun super cool this week again on when the utah state game was on espn2 we did see it i didn't get enough time to take pictures of like the flags on tv and stuff but just know we saw it and we're really happy um and also i was too lazy to hit the rewind button on the dvr so it is what it is the last thing I wanted to talk about, and I really, I feel like we've been doing this episode for a long time. I feel like it's been a long one, but we're only 37 minutes in, um, so we can take this as long as we want. But Jim Cramer, the guy from Mad Money, it's one of those shows that I don't think I can honestly say that I've ever watched, but I know exactly who he is, and I get what he talks about, and I understand the show, is going to be coming to the Academy for a Veterans Day thing. I don't know if he's doing like a live show or anything, but he is coming, and uh, my first question was why, and I don't think anybody's gonna be excited. Is he a veteran? I don't think so. Not to mention, like I, I if if I if Jim Cramer came to where I work, they're like, hey, Jim Cramer's doing a free seminar. I'd probably go, but I feel like that's the minority. Like I don't even think I think if you said that name to me in at, when I was at the academy, I'd have no idea who you're talking about. And if you told me that he was. Uh, the mad money guy with all the bells and whistles that talk crazy about the stock market every day, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to go. Yeah, put it this way. I would not be in the least bit starstruck if I met him. Right. They'd be like, oh, I kind of recognize you. You're the guy that like screams about the the bear, the impending bear market. Yeah. Um, well, that just got me thinking, and I was like, man – We've never done a really a soups list of celebrities. I don't know if this will turn this into a soups list, but I was just thinking about all the guys who came, and it was pretty crazy, like some of the celebrities that came, but there were some real wild cards. 
obviously over the years, and this is like recent in the last 10 years, so we had College Game Day come in fall of 2009. Um, I was there for that, and that was pretty cool. We had like Lee Corso up there. That B2 pin, I'm pretty sure that's the one, he got that there. You see Lee, Cor- Lee Corso every week on College Game Day um, wearing his B2 pin. I'm pretty sure he got it from I think it General. was because... Because Air yeah. Force was u- wearing the B two F twenty two uniforms when they were there, right? That is not true. Nope. No. Yeah, that's but what, that's what I. That's what I, I think was thinking there was. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think there was like a B two flyover and stuff. That whole uniform thing didn't start until like a year later. That was two thousand eleven. Um, now that I think. Two thousand eleven was the th- was the Thunderbird uniforms. Maybe two thousand twelve. Either way. Yeah. Regardless. Um. So that was cool. And then a few years later, another sports thing, we had Carissa Thompson. Um, and I forget who else was on. used to be on that show. But they came out um, and did a live show on the Tizo, like a sports show. It and was, that was uh, fun. What was that called? I don't know if that's that. Is that still on TV? Where, like, the thumbs up, thumbs think so. down. Know what I'm yeah, talking I don't about. think so. Nah, it, whatever. Yeah, like, sports. This, this is going to turn really dumb really fast, us trying to figure this out. But anyway, um, and then there was definitely, there was, people always come to the academy when they're doing like a movie or something that has to do with the Air Force, like Cuba Gooding Jr. came, who's kind of problematic now, but he came out when he was doing the Red Tails <laughs> stuff. I didn't know uh, he was problematic. Yeah, he's, oh, he's problematic. Yeah. <laughs> but still cool of him to come. I think Snow he dogs. paid for a bunch of people to go see Red Tails. Yeah, he was in uh, Snow Dogs, though his best piece but, of work which is great film great film radio was good too <laughs> yeah. and now i can't think of anything else he was in damn dude he's in rat race did you ever see that no uh yeah i think i have a few good men the navy movie that was another good one. Oh, i just googled cuba good engineer that that did not age well yeah, yeah. you gotta do like uh cuba getting junior pre-2019 yeah well, um, who else? Dick Vitale showed up. Dickie V. That was the weirdest thing ever. On the staff tower. He, yeah, he got up there. They were like, "Hey, Dick Vitale's here." We're like, "Is he calling a? Is he calling an Air Force basketball game?" Nope. Yeah. Well, why is he here? I don't know. He's just on the staff tower. Um, so that was funny. And he got out there. He was like, "You're the cadet wing, baby." <laughs> it was really weird. Uh. D.L. Hughley was another one. I think he did a show or something. That was another random one. And then, obviously, yeah, I always think it's cool whenever they get, uh, like, celebrities and kind of national acts that come and perform. There was, there's been a few, like, country people. Who was the and I'm not talking. that was there? I'm not talking. When we... Oh, the dude from Half-Baked. Yeah. Forget his name. I saw him. He was hilarious. Yeah, I forget his name. Rich Fronin. He was, he was really made funny. an appearance. Cross, he's is. a CrossFit guy. Oh, okay. There's famous people in CrossFit? One, and that's him. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Who else? Oh, the, I'm, uh, the Spurs. I'm kind of mad that Captain Marvel never came. Oh, the Spurs used to come. Yeah, cool. they came a few times because of Pop. Yeah. yeah, and they like actually um, walked around the Terrazzo and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I met Tim Duncan. Well, and Tony Parker. Crack. Tony Parker's kind of short. You surprised could, by that. Yeah, you could probably take him down to the post and do some work. Well, I 
the thing was i surprised dunked on him he just wasn't expecting it <laughs> he was like all right dude like whatever had somebody hold a trash can up behind him. yeah um who else do we have oh the rockies would come i wouldn't say that they were necessarily like super famous but they would come that was kind of cool why did captain marvel never come how are you gonna like literally get a green screen of the background of a yeah. place that looks like Usafa and then not come to the academy that's a good point um, General Who, Gould. Uh, General Gould. General Gould's definitely a celebrity. Who would you? Who do you think would be the best visit overall? Because here's the thing. I could say like, oh, the Beebs. But if the Beebs comes, he's gonna do. He's gonna show up for like ten minutes. Maybe he'll get up on the staff tower and be like, off we go <laughs> into the wild. Like he might do that, but. He wouldn't be, like, an electric person. You need somebody who's, like, not famous enough to where they would actually be cool and be interested in it. Although, if you ever... So, when I was a firstie... Or, no, I was a junior. I was working graduation and, like, the week of graduation stuff. And I was in coordinating the Thunderbirds. And you want to see some people who yeah. think they're celebrities. And, I mean, I guess in a, in a way they kind of are. Uh, yeah the thunderbirds it was so funny they all pulled up under mitch's and the way they pulled in it was like out of the power rangers or the fast and the furious they all came in a line in their sport their rented sports cars and pulled in they like di- sports cars i think they were like provided for them or something yeah um, way. and they all pulled in like diagonally and there was no parking space and they all got out (laughs) literally they literally did i'm not i'm not even like being hyperbolic like they literally did they jumped out they all had their sunglasses on and then immediately just stuck that you know that thunderbird pose where they're kind of doing uh, like a like hands on the hips but it's a fist yeah that really weird thing and they all had the matching sunglasses and stuff and then uh there's like the public affairs officer who literally looks like a pilot i'm like oh what do you fly and they're like um well (laughs) So do the maintainers. I, they all wear, like, blue flight suits. Yeah, they're like, oh. Well, yeah, so those guys think that they're celebrities, and they come. What's interesting I, is, I think they're, like, pro, it's almost like they're programmed, like, um, like G.I. Joe dolls. Like, they, you're like, hey, how's it going? Are. Like, like, what are you doing? They're like, hey, Sonny, you too can be a pilot if you work hard enough. And they, like, get down on a knee and give you a little, like, fist onto the onto the shoulder kind of deal. Yeah. They're like... Okay, didn't ask for that, but we're moving on here. Yeah, it's kind of a condescending vibe. <laughs> not not like talking trash on them, but it is a little bit. But I mean, it is. I mean, it's all. PA. They look cool. They do look cool. Like they're, I when they peel their skin suits on, that's what they look like. <laughs> Those are pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, back to the celebrity thing. I'm trying to think of who would be like an awesome get i i honestly think ellen degeneres would be pretty good she might be a little too famous though that's like i was gonna say i think somebody that you could get on like somebody who when they get on a microphone in front of four thousand people no matter what it is you just know it doesn't have to be right it doesn't have to be wrong it doesn't have to be it just is going to be entertaining like if you get kanye west up there and he's in the right mood who knows what's going to happen Kanye would be good. He the funny revolt, thing, or he could unite everybody in the same sentence. Yeah, the funny thing is when you get a celebrity up there, or not even a celebrity, but like sometimes a senator or something, and you can tell that they've been talking to a cadet who's like overly enthusiastic about the academy, 
and they're giving the one who them decided tour. to be their escort for the yeah exactly and so they'll the, you can tell they're going around and the way they pitch the academy is they talk about all the traditions they don't talk about how it actually is and so they'll be like yeah and the dualies are always at, are like always at attention they're never at rest you have to put them at rest and they bring smokers and all this stuff and so they'll get up there and the celebrity just goes um yeah so let's have the freshmen sit at rest if it's a friday and they're like we're already at rest <laughs> thanks though yeah or they're like, you are not restricted this weekend. And they're like, we weren't restricted. Yeah, but, we know that. But cool, thanks. So Yeah, I mean, I wonder, I don't know if there's been any, I haven't seen any pictures or anything of any celebrities recently. But Give me a name. Give me a name besides Kanye. Kanye is like too obvious. What? Like somebody that I think would be funny there? Yeah. Um... Well, I don't know. There's a different... Like, what about, like, Gary Busey? <laughs> yeah. That'd be a wild ride. Or, uh... Who's the basketball analyst that's kind of like the same guy? Oh, uh... I could see his face. Why can't I think of his name? He was played for the Celtics, right? I don't think I so. Think. We're gonna have to cut this. This is bad. We don't know basketball. It's Walt something. Yeah. Uh, Walton. Yeah, Bill Walton. Well, Bill Walton. There we go. We made it. We got there. Yeah, it took a while. But anyway, I feel like this episode's kind of like fizzling out now. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be a way cooler segment than it was. It's just this is a this is a run out the clock situation now. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, it's just we haven't done an episode in a while. Just pretty excited about Army Week and excited about the snow snow day. What are you gonna be for Halloween? Um, Acpro. There you go. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be water haze. Nice. Swear soaking wet ABUs. That's that's the plan. Yeah, just walk around <laughs> with a with a spray bottle and a bucket of water. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do minutes and close this thing out. All right. Go to fastneatbelowaverage.com. <laughs> Spell hey General Schofield. Yeah. Um average dot com. <laughs> Spell average A V G and we got a lot all the standard stuff up there right now. We're trying to work on maybe some Christmas gear. Uh so look be on the lookout for that. Cool. Uh well that's Get all your we free got. The wing shirt too. Those are selling like cupcakes. Oh yeah. Uh that's all we got this week. Go Air Force, beat Army. Can you say beat Army, General Schofield? Say it. She won't say it. All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, Bye. Fan. All right. See ya. So, yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I'm doing my thistle, my nizzle, my nizzle. I work me the price down the middle, the middle. I keep me a bag of them skittles, the skittles. Trying to get you a radical feeling. A real automatic, it came with no sin. Automatic. All this trapping, it got you offended. I'm trapping a 360 in a minute. Then I punch on the gas a little harder.